All right, Shabbosai, good morning. Let us begin. So we are going to finish Shemir Tashem this morning. Os Samech Beis. I apologize. Yesterday on the, on the chat, I, I sent out Samech Gimel, which was the first PDF I sent out. So we'll Mir Tashem begin that tomorrow. But for this morning, we're going to do the second PDF I sent out, which was the last concluding paragraph of Os Samech Beis. So remember again, over the over Os Samech Beis, what we've been privileged to see is the Rebbe developing the spiritual DNA of Am Yisrael, highlighting this idea that different people throughout our history have really mastered certain traits, passed those traits onto their family, their immediate family, and then ultimately, again, those traits become the purview of General Klal Yisrael as well. And you begin to go through these traits, you begin to see that if one is able to inculcate within themselves these particular traits, one creates the totality of a spiritual personality. So remember again, so we had, whatever, we're not going to go through all of them again. You'll do your Chazara, but you'll see that again, each of these traits in their own way represents something unique and beautiful in the spiritual tapestry of Am Yisrael. So the Rebbe ends off and he says something quite beautiful. He says, Vechalukas. Sorry. He therefore says as follows: Vichalukas kol mishpachos kol mishpachos hashvatim lebati avos shemafurash batora who kifi chalukas hamalos hamiyuchados lahem bishleimas hamidos. So the Rebbe says that you know it's interesting because so many times in the Torah, Am Yisrael is divided by families, by bati avos, by mishpachos. So of course that's nothing new to us. But the Rebbe says that embedded in this idea of being divided by families is also representative of the fact that different groups possess different midos. Different groups possess different midos. Shezacha b'yichud v'pratas kal av shal kom mishpacho mishpacho shinizkar Hashem kimo chanuch falu chasrom v'charmi v'chadoma v'hasig b'shlemus mida misuyemes unitala ukina l'anchila v'zara acharav. So the Rebbe says, the way it works in most mishpachos, when the Torah goes out of its way to highlight this family and that family, because generally, families inherit the traits of their familial ancestor, which means that different families really personified or excelled in different areas, different midos, different areas of ruchnius. sakitos, We'll say this, this is incredibly, this is incredibly beautiful. The Rebbe says, so we'll say, let's think about this for just a moment. So Yosef, right? So remember again, the Midah of Yosef, the Midah of Yosef is Yosef was a tzaddik. So he spoke about the idea that, that the Midah of being a tzaddik is the ability of someone who's able to maintain a heightened sense of morality, even when being bombarded by temptation. So the family of Yosef excelled in that midah. David HaMelech, family of David, were Hasidim. Okay, not Hasidim like, uh, like Barab Tzadik, right? But, but they, they, they personified the midah of Hasidus, which means the ability to be fully and wholly embedded in Avodas Hashem, in the service of the Ribbon Shalom. So we'll say, think about this just a moment. So imagine that the offspring of Yosef and the offspring of David get together. They get together. Are they the same? Are they the same? No. No. So who's better? Who's better? They're both wonderful. They're just different. They're just different. 
Sirab Tzadik is going to highlight something absolutely incredible, which is sometimes we make the dramatic mistake of thinking that the goal is conformity. The goal is conformity. Everyone should look the same. Everyone should be the same. Everyone should act the same. But in fact, that's never been the goal. Right? So I was thinking, oh, so what, what did we just learn? We just learned that all of our great people throughout history personified different mitos. David didn't have the midos of Yosef, and Yosef didn't have the midah of, of David, and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have the midah of Yaakov, and Yaakov wasn't Moshe. Everyone personified their own particular midah, and they passed those midos on to their children, which means that their mishpachos developed differently than one another. And the Pesadik says, so what's the takeaway message? He says, so certain families were stronger in a particular area. And other families right, were more proficient in different midos. For example, children of Yosef. Children of Yosef, again, ultimately tzaddik, so morality, they were stronger in this particular area. Omnam, kol achos mi ma'alos elu hiamitis. I will say, what does he say? Every one of these ma'alos, they're true. In other words, I will say, to be clear, Reb Tzaddik, when he was going through the order, I'll say, I want to be clear, with the exception of Moshe Rabbeinu, how did he, how did he order the midos? How did he order them? In chronological order, right? He wasn't ranking, this is more important, this is less important. They're, they're, all, they're all great. He puts Moshe at the end because Moshe Rabbeinu personified a different type of midah, the midah of Tamut Chacham, which was just different than anything else. But he says, they're all, they're all amitis. Now, remember again, when we learn this, we have a shaykhus. Remember, because the way this worked, Rabbi said, is that in the beginning, the person personified the midah, he then passed it down to his children, but then it becomes the purview of all of Klal Yisrael. So when we learn this, this is really exciting because I look at this and I say to myself, okay, so what do I want to work on? Maybe I need to be a little bit more of a Yosef. Maybe I need to be a little bit more of a David, a little bit more of a Moshe. What, what, what do I need to work on? But they're, sh- they're all shaykh to me. Elu shebehis pashtusan bebanim Boltos Milozu, Yoser Bekas Achos, Umala Harvest Boltos, Boletas, Yoser Bekashnio. So we'll say, and again, when you look around the world, when I say look around the world, you look around Am Yisrael, different people are stronger in different areas. This is an incredibly important Yisod. No one is strong in all areas. And not one of us. In other words, what Rapsavik is saying is, is there anyone who possesses all of these midos? What's the answer? What's the answer? The, I, I think the answer is you could possess all of these midos, but you don't, no one possesses all of them with the same level of intensity. In other words, it's human nature that we gravitate towards certain things and we excel in certain things. So can I have a little bit of all of these midos? Absolutely. Absolutely, I can. Do I become proficient in all of these midos? Most probably not. Most probably not. He goes on, Uli Olam, Tachlis Kulam, but he says that's okay. He says again, Elibis Pashtusan, Bibanan, Boltos, Boletas, Malazu, Yoser, Bekasachos, Umala, Cheres, Boletas, Yoser, Bekashnia. So ultimately, again, you'll find these midos coming out in different ways, in different groups. Uli Olam, 
תכלס כולם להגיע לשלימוס בכל המעלות כדי להידבק בשלימוס השם מזרח. We'll say, what's my stated goal? Right? My stated goal is to try to become proficient in all of these areas. Right? That, that, that's my goal. Will I reach the level of proficiency in the same way by all of these goals? Probably not. But that's okay. Sometimes you have to have goals, even if, you're not, even if you know that you're probably not going to fully reach them, you still have to have them. He goes on, he says, This is beautiful. So we'll say, this now gets even more incredible. Reb Sadiq says, when you look in halacha and you find machlokas, you find machlokas, and again, that's going to be very much the topic of the next os as well. You look at machlokas. Reb Sadiq posits, where does machlokas come from? I'll say, a machlokas l'shem shemai. Remember again, this is very apropos, right? This is last week's parsha, parsha's korach. There's machlokas l'shem shemai, machlokas l'shalom l'shem shemai. When we speak about machlokas, we real machlokas, like in the Gemara, you read a machlokas. Where does that machlokas come from? So also Reb Tzadik posits that often Machlokas comes from because people see the world in different ways. Because Abaye might be proficient in one Midah and Rava may be proficient in a different Midah. And that Midah shapes your world view. So Reb Tzadik a Machlokas L'shem Shamayi means two people each coming to the table with a proficiency in a different Midah of the Midahs we discussed and therefore seeing the world through that lens. Are they both correct lenses? Are they both correct lenses? Absolutely. But they're different. But they're different. And the Rebzavik posits, that's where Machlokes comes from. He says, See, I say about certain type of machlokas, we say, Elu vi Elu divrei Elohim. You have to be careful with this because, you know, it, it's a beautiful idea of Elu vi Elu. Yes, the, these words and these words are both the words of the living God. We're going to see that in the next os. That was how the Ribbono Shalom described the machlokas Shammai and Hillel. It doesn't apply to every machlokas, right? To be clear, sometimes there's a machlokas and one person is right, there's one, one person is wrong. Not everything is always right. But often when it comes to machlokasim, as you see in the Gemara, we see Elu ve'elu divrei lo'kim chayim. Yes, these are both correct. Let's see, how could it be both correct? Come on, it doesn't make any sense. Elamai says of Tzadik, because when both people see the world through beautiful and magnificent needles like we've described, but they're different, but they're different, often their conclusions are not the same, yet they can both be correct. Now, obviously, again, in the realm of halacha, you have to choose a path forward, right? They can't accept everybody's opinion. You do have to choose a path forward. He says, V'akol ames, me'achar shekol, page kofnon dalet, me'achar shekol, Yisrael zera kodesh, v'gai kodesh, v'akol machlokis b'neihem, See, I will say, again, I happen to think this is just such a beautiful insight. Because a lot of times you see machlokis in the Gemara. I'm talking about Gemara right now. Where does the machlokis come from? Reb Tzadik posits that that machlokis comes from the fact that one Tana brings to the table one particular Midah. Maybe he's a David. 
and a second Tano, maybe he is a Yaakov. And because that's the Midah they excel in, and that's the Midah which shapes them, that's the Midah which creates their worldview, that's the Midah which creates the lens through which they see the world. And therefore, again, even when arguing halacha, that's how they're going to see their reality. Who's right? Who's right? They're both right. They're just coming from different, correct, beautiful, and spiritual perspectives. That's the elu, the elu, divrei elokim chayim. You're both correct because you're both espousing midos necessary for klali Yisrael. That's some of Mahalokas. But I will say, I think what Rapsadik also teaches, and what this will have to conclude, is this idea that we've just seen the smorgasbord of midos. I will say, and I want to point out, you'll say to yourself, well, there's so many, aren't there so many more midos in the world of midos? Yes. Rapsadik is highlighting over here the primary categories. I think if you delve into this more, you'll find that within each of these categories of midos, there are more subdivisions. Of, of Midos. But Lamaisa, these are the primary categories of Midos. And Absadik says, although the goal would be for everyone to possess all of them, most of us end up becoming proficient in specific areas. And this is important, first of all, to figure out what area we want to focus on. We'll say, I think part of our avodah is now that we've seen these Midos to figure out, okay, what do I need to work on? Who, who do I need to resemble a bit more in my life? And I don't think it's one choice for the rest of our lives. I think it's one choice for now. And then Halavai, when we go ahead and we feel we've reached a level of accomplishment in a particular area of Midos development, then Amir Tzashem, it's time to move on to the next thing. And so on and so forth, we make our way through the Olam Hamidos, working on ourselves one time after another. In terms of Klal Yisrael, it's so important to recognize that our goal is not to be the same. It's very important because often we think, we think that achdos demands conformity, but that's not true. Achdos means that everybody should become the best version of themselves. Everybody should develop the midah that they feel speaks to them most. And there's no one that's more right. There's no one that's more wrong because absolutely everyone is fundamentally necessary in each of the midos are fundamentally necessary. So we'll have to stop over here for this. So much more to talk about on this. But we'll stop over here for today. We're going to pick up a minute session tomorrow in Os Samech Gimel, building on this idea. But you're going to see that the Rebbe takes it in a, in a, in a dramatically different direction. Also, I'll just also say, and I don't know if I ever mentioned this, you know, the, the, learning this safer in the morning is so, is so important and so powerful. You know, Rebbe never had children. Rebbe did not have children. So just understand that when we learn the Rebbe's Sefer in the morning, you know, we have, uh, we, we become his spiritual children, giving nitzchis to his neshama, giving nitzchis to his Torah. So it's an incredible way, not only to benefit from his Torah, but halavai to benefit his neshama as well. Incredible zuchos. All right, so we'll stop here.